This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is, this is, this is Greater Boston. Grounds and garden spirit. Present. Mouse present. Family dynamic spirit. Present. Particle physics present. Political outreach spirit. Present. Maximander present. Arts and expression spirit. Present. 23 skidoo present. Domestic resources spirit. Absent. I'm sitting in by invitation of the circle of spirits. Dipshit absent. Deputy domestic resources spirit. Fox fossil sitting in. And Spirit Secretary is present. Thank you, Clark. And I appreciate all of you joining me for this emergency meeting of the Council of Spirits. As you all know, we are facing an unprecedented family crisis following the incarceration of our dear Dippy. Mm, Poor Dippy. Poor Dippy turned himself in. He confessed. But you don't think he really... I don't know what to think. You know how he's been lately. Calling himself dipshit? Spending all kinds of ridiculous hours at the office... We've hardly seen him in months. Yeah, but... I'm glad I never let him on the political outreach committee. I know that much. Yes, Anaximander, we all agree that Dippy would have been a counterproductive choice for the political outreach committee. But let's please refrain from casting unproductive aspersions at a family member. Yeah, yeah no, no, I know. I'm, I'm just... And you shouldn't interrupt me. You're, you're right. Mouse, I'm very sorry. Now, the question of whether Dippy was truly complicit in the actions he's confessed to is important. And we may face some difficult decisions about his status as an active family member. No! If the allegations prove to be true. But now is not the time for that conversation. We simply don't know enough yet. And we have more immediate concerns to face. Most particularly, questions for our deputy domestic resources spirit. Right. Okay. Chores-wise, we've covered the gaps. Fibonacci's taking over Dippy's cooking shifts while Terry Marsha's handling his cleaning chores. Dippy's primary domestic responsibility was income, so the chores aren't a big deal. The real problem is the lost income. (sighs) Dippy earned the most generous salary of the family, accounting for roughly 20% of household income. 20% decrease in household income, so noted. Without that, we're in trouble. There's no way around it. We need more family members to find paid work. And we have to cut costs until we do. Severely. I'm talking complete elimination of budget for both the Arts and Expressions Council and the Political Outreach Council. Well, that's just irresponsible! Look, we know we need to bring in some money. We're being proactive. Lily has already found part-time work in a bookshop. Which Lily? Lily of the Valley? No, Lily of the Field. Lily of the Valley is still in creative seclusion while she finishes welding her new reclaimed iron sculpture. Ooh, 
Dippy loves her reclaimed iron sculptures. That'll be a nice surprise for when he gets back. If he gets back. When he gets back. Anyway, I'm glad Lily's found a little income, but part-time retail's not going to cover a fraction of our grocery bill. Do you know how much we spend each month on organic, non-GMO, fair trade lentils alone? I'll talk to Leroy. He, he likes those kind of environmentalist street harasser positions. But there's no way that Planet Cosmos will donate their life energies to propping up capitalist overlords in exchange for meager currency. That's just not gonna happen. Well then, Planet Cosmos better find other ways to contribute, or else be prepared to hold their hunger for a few months. Maybe they can partner with the Domestic Council to increase garden output. Well, Dieter and Bumbershoot have mentioned they could use another pair of hands. Planet Cosmos to assist in garden, so noted. Well, an increase in homegrown food will help. But again, that's picking away at the edges of the problem. 23 Skidoo, I'd appreciate it if you could talk to Lily about taking the commission that the Cambridge Park Service offered her. Lily of the Valley? No, Lily of the small urban community garden. She was offered a commission to do a mosaic commemorating the fresh pond ice harvesting industry. She was reluctant to do government art, and Dibby assured her that she didn't have to. He hated to see her make in personal art. Yeah, he really should have thought about that before he set on a life of crime. Lily never even mentioned the commission. I'll talk to her. Lily, the small urban community garden to consider Cambridge Park's commission, so noted. I I have to say something. Look, I know that Dippy screwed up, and we don't know why he screwed up or how he screwed up, but he did, and we're dealing with that. But while we're worrying over how the loss of his contributions will hurt us, can we please also take a minute to recognize the significance of the contribution he was making in the first place? He wanted to see the Lilies dedicate themselves to their art, and so he worked hard to provide the resources for that. He wanted to see the Political Outreach Council fully dedicate their time to all of their good work, Annexamander, and so he worked hard to provide the resources for that too. All those hours he worked, and every penny of it, supported our passions and spirit goals. He wasn't even enjoying his job these past months. You must have noticed. All of us had to notice. He used to be so proud, but lately he stopped talking about the office entirely. And not just since those assholes he worked with decided to call him dipshit. Even before that. But he put up with all of that for us. And let's not forget that. You're absolutely right, Fox Fossil. Thank you for the reminder. Dippy is family. And, and family, family is, is love. love. I know. I know. Dippy... Dippy's family. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being so... It's, it's, it's just... It's just... I miss him. We know. It's okay, sweetie. We all miss him. It's been a shell of a house without but him. But we're gonna make it better for when he comes back. Emotional concord achieved. So noted by Spirit Secretary, Council of Spirits, adjourned. Thank you, Clark. Greater Boston is written and produced by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen. We hope you enjoyed this mini-episode. We will continue to release new mini-episodes expanding the story and world of Greater Boston every three weeks until Season 3 is ready to launch. If you'd like to continue supporting Greater Boston through our season hiatus, you can visit our shop, which features official Greater Boston posters, postcards, and mugs. Find it at www.greaterbostonshow.com. In order of appearance, this episode featured Jesse Hall as Clark, Erie Alexander as Mouse, Jake Song as Fox Fossil, Misha Stanton as Particle Physics, Jack Peavy House as Anaximander, and Julia Shafini as 23 Skidoo. 
Jack has asked us to give a special shout out to his mom and dad saying, quote, thank you so much for encouraging me to do what I want to do. And we want to thank all our guest stars for helping us out with this episode. You can find them in more audio dramas, including Tales of That Town, Jim Robbie and the Wanderers, Ars Paradoxica, and the Drunken Folklore podcast Spirits. Transcripts are posted at greaterbostonshow.com. Oh, Fox Fossil, uh, Council of Spirits, blah, 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 non-GMO lentils, bleed it, blah, 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 Because there's no gold behind our money, guys. <laughs> the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium in The Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Newly promoted Inquisitor Lucius Valentine has received visions of the death of the immortal God Emperor. With few options before him, he teams up with hive-bred criminal siblings Lyric and Alto. Together, they must defeat a cabal of shadowy foes to save the Emperor and the Imperium. Can this trio of unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? The Emperor is going to die in a year. My job is to make sure the Emperor doesn't die. Because if the Emperor dies, the Astronomicon goes out. And the only thing keeping the Imperium alive is the fact that we have a very large navy and a very large army and space marines, and they shoot everyone. It's delightful. Praise the Emperor. Thanks for that. But if the Astronomicon goes out, we have no navy, we have no ability to defend ourselves, and the Xenos and Chaos will overrun us instantly because there will be no defense. So every planet will turn out like Galen's glory? And that would be the best case scenario. Which is why we need to keep the emperor on his throne. I spit in my palm and put my hand out for a handshake. Am I supposed to do something in return? Is this, I'm sorry, I just don't know what this is. Alto's like, yeah, like this. He spits in his hand and puts it out towards you as well. Then I spit in both palms and shake their hands separately. <laughs> we have an inquisitorial band. Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, available now.